to the Cultivate Network Podcast, where we're digging in, digging in on Christian living, leadership, and church planning. Here are your hosts, Jamie Couch and Anthony Waters. So we live in a time when people feel entitled. You owe me something just because I exist. The world owes me this. The world owes me that. And my personal favorite is God owes me this because I did this. Based on the works I've done, God owes this to me. And I feel like I'm entitled to it. Are we entitled to God's grace? Are we entitled to God's love? Are we entitled to God's mercy? Short answer, no. Long answer, do you have time? (laughs) That's why we bring experts on whenever we come across topics like this. And our special guest today really needs no introduction, but we're going to let him introduce himself. If you have never listened to a podcast with Zach McGeorge as our special guest, I encourage you to go back into the archives and pull them up. Zach is an <clears throat> extremely intelligent young man that we both love dearly. I thank God for Zach. i only known him a, shoot for a short few couple of years now, but I thank the Lord for him. And I'm excited to have Zach with us today on here. Jamie, what about you, man? Absolutely. Always Absolutely. exciting Dr. to have Zach on here. Dr. Zach McGeorge, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, who you are, and then uh, we'll, we'll get rolling today. Hey, thanks for the uh, the beautiful introduction there, guys. Um, but uh, like like Anthony was saying, my name's uh, Zach McGeorge. Um, I recently, back in May of this year, um, obtained my doctorate in social work um, with a specialization in administrative leadership. And so I tell Jamie, I told, I told Jamie just a second ago, I was like, um, in, in my current field, I like to say that Zach has a doctorate degree. It's not Dr. Zach. <laughs> <laughs> just to make sure that people make the distinguish between uh, being a real medical doctor and just having a, like a practice doctorate. Um, but uh, as as I was saying just a second ago, born and raised in Manchester, Kentucky, um, and chose to come back and practice um, clinical social work and behavioral health here at Advent Health in Manchester. And, um, you know, just kind of doing, doing daily things, going to work, uh, coming home, and uh, usually hitting the gym and uh, and spending time with family and, and traveling whenever I can. So um, that's just a little bit about me, quick and dirty uh, overview. Um, I got a lot more I could say too, but I'll, I'll keep it short just for purposes of the podcast. You're good, Zach. Thank you for sharing that. And I'm guys, I'm blessed to work every day with Zach um, at Advent Health Manchester, and it's it's just a pleasure to be on mission with him, to see him in action, and watching him grow through through the last several years and, and blossom and his God's God's gift that he's given him of leadership and compassion and, and, and just just a ball of energy. And I just thank God for, for getting to work with Zach every day. Um, Zach, what you didn't say is you're you're preparing for a competition. What what is the competition you're 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 prep you're starting your prep for now? 
um so yeah um i hope whenever you said ball of energy right there i could probably get on some people's nerves <laughs> just no sir like sometimes. <laughs> but uh but so i'm going into um for probably you know while i was trying to finish up doctorate and stuff it was just kind of too much um so i had to take some time off competing but i'm ready to get back at um prepping for the crossfit open that's february 16th and um, I just found out how bad out of shape I am. Uh, those uh, I'm, we have a club for that. Done those lung burning <laughs> metabolic conditioning pieces, um, but we're we're good. So um, that's a three week competition starting in February, and uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. Awesome! That awesome. is awesome. Zach, uh, uh, you know the the one thing I've learned about you, man, is you when you set your mind towards something, you're 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 going to put together the work and the and the daily intentional uh, deposits into that account to, to get it done. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm excited to, to see you go achieve that. I appreciate it. I think the same about you. See, man, on this, on this topic, uh, and Anthony did a good job opening that up there about, about entitlement. <clears throat> and, and um, I think in the, in the world today, there's, there's so much with the rise of social media. Um, you know, there's so many of us are, are looking at, others lives we see folks um stage and and not the back the back the backstage because um they don't really put that on social media so it creates this false reality that's really out there uh zach i know you've done some study on on the impacts of social media and 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 really the the human nature of the comparison trap um, that is just our nature as humans. Uh, what would you be able to share a little bit about what you've studied there? Yeah, um, it's it's funny that, that because like I talk about social media, but I still use it sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> like it's 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 the weirdest thing ever because um, it's kind of I guess you could say uh, whenever Paul I think it was in Galatians was was saying that like I do what I hate, you know. <laughs> um, don't quote me on. It. I think it was. It, it was definitely Paul that said that. You're really but, um, close. You're good. You got it. You're yeah, good. yeah, it's close, close you enough. Got it. Close, but no good. Um, but yeah, it's it's so it's so interesting if you look back um, at some of the depression and anxiety rates among Western culture. Um, it really took off, you know, the, around exponential rates around you know 2010. And if you look back around that time, it was it was around the time whenever. Um, social media really began to kick off, and um, I've I've wrote articles about this, you know, for the Advent Health Behavioral Health Journal, um, you know, done multiple studies on this, and it and it's interesting that um, you know we find ourselves just being more alone together right now, mm. um, and what I mean by that is like we're we're all together, but we're alone on these social media platforms, and it, and it's and it's funny too that we have more resources at our fingertips with uh, with these smartphones and with you know gadgets and cars and electronics and so on and so forth and while all those are good we're more you know it's it's like we're more spoiled than ever before and um, you know I, I, one example and then and then I'll kind of give it back over to you guys um, you know I was I was um, it was I probably I think it was around two months ago. Um, I got a new lawnmower, and um, you know I got one of those sale deals at the end of the summer sales. Mm-hmm. Smart, uh, smart. And, and I was trying to I was trying to figure out how to to change the oil. And you know back I guess whenever I was um, 
you know, a kid, you know, I ha I would have my dad there with me. And if I messed up on something um, while trying to change the oil or something, if I said, well, and then I would throw my temper tantrum and I'd say, ah, you know, I don't, this is, this is dumb. I don't know how to do this. And he would say, we'll figure it out. And so mm. when I found myself, my, mm. my immediate gut reaction was, well, I just want to go get on YouTube and watch a quick and dirty, um, you know, a quick and dirty three minute video. But what I found is, is that's not really working through the process of figuring it out myself. And there's just something more sweet about figuring things out for yourself. Um, whenever you can do it for yourself, that's, that's just a much, a much sweeter thing. Um, and I think that we've gotten away from that in, in society today to where it's, we feel like we deserve things, deserve, deserve, deserve. And really, we don't really deserve anything. I mean, it's kind of one of those things that we have to earn. So um, that's just sort of my thoughts, my preliminary thoughts on entitlement and, and where I think it stems from. So interesting, interesting, Zach, I was, I was in the woods the other day and, and, you know, I'm 40 years old and never have harvested a deer. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, guys, we live if, for, for perspective, if you're listening in, we live in the app in the heart of the Appalachian mountains. And so it, it's just normal for folks around here to harvest deer. Well, 40 years old, never harvested a deer. And I got out there and I got time to do what's called field dressing the deer. And uh, I never had done that before. Um, but I knew, job. I, I knew I knew that I had to kind of cut the deer open and and you know kind of field dress it, and I had no idea how to do it. And so guess what I did, Zach? <laughs> I got on YouTube in the woods <laughs> <laughs> and I watched a guy field dress the deer. And, but you know, um, I don't know if I'd have wanted to try that and make the mistake there in the moment. But I love the point you made with that is that we feel like uh, that we're owed something. We feel like that we are entitled to to the easy button for everything that we do. And from a biblical worldview, and, and we, 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 on this podcast, guys, we, we, we really take real-world examples and put a biblical worldview on, try to put a biblical worldview on that. The fact is, is that, Zach, you said that we, we don't deserve anything. Thank God we did not get what we deserved because all of us deserved, um, you know, uh, something that, that we, none of us want, but the grace of God, the grace mm -hmm. of God bestowed upon us, gave us what we did not deserve. And that is hope and hope of a future and hope of a better country. So Zach, that's a, that's a good summary. And, and, and Hey, so, social media, I think is to your point, Zach, um, exposed the weakness that already was inherently in us as the Adamic nature uh, just just lives through us uh, as, as human beings. We have this innate bent towards selfishness. The very original sin in the garden was, was a, a couple people, Adam, Eve, who were selfish in, in wanting their self-gain, so that's where they took the fruit. They didn't take the fruit because they thought it may taste good. They took the fruit because of what they thought they would gain from taking that fruit. Mm. So yeah, it's a good, um, good Zach. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's interesting as you went to Adam and into Eve, what happened immediately after that is we see where work really had to kick in oh. for man, because from that point forward, you know, we see cursed is the ground for thy sake. And basically the Lord said at the sweat of your brow, you're going to have to work for everything you're going to get. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so, I mean, right. you know, it's, well, it's, like, it's tough. 
Yeah, but that's a good example that that's a great example that you make there. And, you know, um, just to kind of pump Jamie up just a little, Jamie, you know, you're in a a very high position uh, within healthcare. You're a VP of a hospital. And, um, you know, it's just like, you know, what people think that you do behind closed doors, but is it just something that like you just, you just sit there, you know, like, like he sleeps I, all I bet, day. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, no, from what I've seen, like he's the first one there and the last one to leave every single day. And it's in the way that you treat people is, is far beyond um, anything that I've ever seen. But it, the thing about it is, is like, you know, people don't really see the sleepless nights, the, the stress and the weight of of mm, positions cool. like that and That's success is really like yeah and, and success is really like i think that we have these misconceptions that like you know when people take on bigger positions and more responsibility that that life gets easier and, and in a lot of ways like mm. um you know it gets harder in a lot of ways you know and i hope i'm not going off script or anything here no, but not at all um and so in in that really mm-hmm. um it would would be like what Dr. Jordan Peterson says about what true happiness is. Mm. It's not to happiness. Isn't really necessarily a, a feeling so to speak, or, um, and I would even argue that it's even not a choice. It's more like what you are willing, what burden you are willing to carry Mm. in order to be there for someone and, and, or to be there for some people. Um, as I was talking about that day at the, at the, uh, devotional, um, you know, happiness and, and purpose is more about a who than a what. Right. Uh, and now I'm just blabbering, so I'm sorry about that. No, I think uh, you're spot on, Zach, because what happens is it makes people feel entitled. They don't really know what you're doing. They don't see the behind-the-scenes stuff. They don't see the sleepless nights, but yet they're entitled to the benefit of everything that you're doing. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's true. Think about mm-hmm. any leadership role. I mean, that's you're going to run into that is the entitlement of people. They come in, they're like, well, think about the hard conversations. Hey, being in management is a fun thing up until the hard conversations. I, mm-hmm. I've said many times that I love being in management. I just don't like the people. <laughs> but, 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 I mean, the people are how we're in that position. Right. You know, because yeah. they have to be led. And a lot of times they don't want to put forth the effort. They would rather, I love, was it Office Depot that coined the easy button, as you said earlier? So, yeah. That's society yeah. today. That is no joke, society today. Yep. And it's so true because everybody wants to come in and just say easy, easy, right, easy. Right, right. But there's nothing easy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, let's be honest. There's nothing easy about life. There's really nothing no. easy about life. It, it, everything, and I say this to my guys all the time, anything worth having is worth fighting for. It's mm-hmm. worth fighting for. If you want to excel, it's worth fighting for. If you want to do good, a perfect example is you, Zach, going into this CrossFit competition. You know it's worth having, and it's worth fighting for, so you're going to put the work in to get it. You know? Absolutely. I mean, it, yeah. makes, it makes sense, but the entitlement of people, well, absolutely – and I'm sorry to say this, but in, the people feel so entitled that it makes you absolutely sick sometimes when you're in a higher role and you can look and you can see it. Everybody feels mm-hmm. like they're entitled to this, entitled to that. And they don't mm-hmm. understand or they don't see past. Because let's be honest, what do we have in the world today is we have a bad case of the blinder disease where yeah. everybody's got sure. blinders on and sure. only see their part. They don't see anything outside of that. So they're entitled to everything else. Right. Sad. Mm-hmm. Right. 
And then, and then having the audacity at times. And it, it's human nature, guys, I think. And it that, is, yeah. That to, mm-hmm. to, to live in your bubble and then yes. look in someone else's yes. bubble and assume – make a, a, a broad assumption that their life is somehow amazing and your sucks. And, yeah. and that's, you know, <laughs> right. and, yeah. and, and, and yeah. I think that, that as we look at social media, as we look at, at titles and, and, and Zach, I've, you know, uh, whether it be in the ministry, whether it be at, at on, on the job and the workplace, um, titles is something that I've never, uh, really even been passionate about, uh, you know, and, and I think my, my dad taught me that. And I thank God for that. Is, is he said you you work and let your work speak, let your work speak for itself. And so, you know, I'm thinking back through the career, and I, I don't the the last ten years, the last decade. I don't, you know, I'm not, I don't even want to talk. There, there, there's a few a few promotions that I've received, right? And right. and I don't think I, I, I'm thinking back right now. I, I've never applied for one, never put my name yeah. in the hat for one. And it's not. I'm not tooting my horn here. I'm. I'm actually thanking my dad, and what he instilled in me to just put your shoulder to the wheel, create value, and and just focus on on the work, and the and the people, and let things happen. Because if, if you're never never talk about your own work, never brag about your own work, never 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 boast about your own accomplishments. Let someone else do that. Actually, a wise man in the word said that that as well. Never boast of one's you know of, of your own merit at all, but let someone else. But that's the exact opposite of the worldview today. Oh yeah, that's the exact yes. opposite. That's the exact well, opposite. And like in like two, like I I, I relate everything. Uh, it's it's really hard for me not to re, like to conceptualize behavioral health or psychology to sports <laughs> because mm-hmm. you know sports sports held such a big part of my life growing up still do today but um, as Jamie Jamie knows that um, I am a huge fan of Michael Jordan and um, I mean absolutely huge so fan. would it, and, would it and, offend you for somebody to say that LeBron was better than MJ absolutely absolutely <laughs> no there's no question. <laughs> There's no question, no question. You you uh you call me anytime. I'll put my n- number in the t- in the chat box, and we'll we'll have that banter and critical discussion. But uh, but no, there's no comparison now. But uh, just for a second, I'll say you could make an argument that LeBron James is the absolute greatest athlete to play any sport. I would I would definitely agree with that claim, athlete. But <clears throat> as far as basketball player, no. LeBron or you know Michael Jordan 100%. But the thing about it is and he made a great point into your point too Jamie where in uh, the last dance um he said you know all of you know, the you know, everyone saw the McDonald's and the Coke and and um all of the sponsorships and Air Jordan and everything that he got but he he made a good point he's like you know if I would have averaged 3 points a game um you know, I would have never got any of those sponsorships, but he said his play did all of his talking. Right. And, and that is, that is such a different and a far mindset from where we are today. Right. Um, because, you know, it, and again, I relate it back to sports. You see guys now that like, you know, they, if they lose yeah. in the sweet 16 to a team that they're not supposed to <clears throat> cough Kentucky, um, Come on. Right. <laughs> um, you know, you see guys posting the very next day, like pictures with their Porsche and all these different things. And, and it's just like, guys, what are we doing now? Like, oh, you know, 
I, I want you to hurt. Like I want it to hurt that you that yeah. you lost. And, yeah. and um, you know, it's it's all about being connected and having alignment with who you are and and what your purpose is. Um, and I just belabored a little bit more. So I'm no, sorry. no, you're good. You're good. You know, I was I was thinking back about the question that Jamie asked there originally. The comparison aspect of the whole thing. If we look at the comparison part of that, I, I like how it was how Jamie started it out. As he said, you know, you're not seeing what everybody's really going through in life. You're only seeing the best part of everything. Right. So whenever mm-hmm. you pull up somebody's social media post in some way, shape, or form, they're on all these big vacations. They're doing all this. They might be standing by the Porsche in some way, shape, or form. You know what I mean? And then mm-hmm. you start comparing it yourself. You're like, man, I do this. I do that. I do that. My life's terrible, but they're living the dream. Right. Or, well, they might be. They might be in debt up to their eyeballs. Too. Exactly. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, you know, you think about like athletes. While while we're on the topic of of athletes yeah. here, I mean, you're you know you're thinking about entitlement and and that. But <clears throat> Michael Jordan, uh, I, I I think it was on the dance. I don't even know what player it was it was. It was then. Maybe it was Gary Payton. Um, ah, I don't forget which one it was. It doesn't matter. What he said matters, though. What he said matters. They they traveled uh, to uh, the Bulls had traveled to um, another another city to to play a weekend series. And um, this this player, he was a rookie. He uh, he said, "I'm going to get up in the morning. I'm going to be the first one in the gym." Gonna be the first one in the gym. Maybe this was about Kobe. It was yeah, Co- that was Kobe. Kobe. It was a Kobe. Yeah, I think that, it was Kobe. Kobe. Yeah, I'm gonna be the first one. <clears throat> I'm gonna be the first one in the gym, and and he got there to the gym, and Kobe was already drenched in sweat, p- dripping with with sweat, and uh, and he he this guy practiced and 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 he focused. He worked. He worked. He worked, and he he kept working and kept looking, and Kobe was still working, and he kept working, and Kobe was still working, and finally the dude just gave up, <clears throat> and he. And then he he left, and Kobe's still working. Later on, later on, uh, he he asked the question to him and said, um, "Hey, so why why do you stay in the gym so long?" And Kobe looked back at him and he said, "Well, there's one thing I wanted to let you know is that you're never ever going to outwork me." That's <laughs> 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 pretty good. Yeah, and you but like, and you don't hear that today. You you just don't. That's not the narrative today. Is is like? No, you should give me. You should give me thirty points a game because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a human. You owe me that. Yeah, the entitlement part. Right, right. And and it's like in that in that mindset um, shift, or if you will, it's it's just permeated its way into corporate world or you know private practice, whatever you want. It's 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 everywhere. It's like you know, if you have a bad day, and, and this is me being a therapist, um, put my clinician hat on for just a second. If someone has um, feelings of stress or, you know, depression and anxiety. It's like, I think that what we say is like, Oh, well, I shouldn't feel this. Like, no, like <laughs> it's all part of the human experience. To exactly. feel you need, instead of, instead of trying to run away from or act like that, they're not there, right. absorb them, like absorb those emotions, like, um, and, and just build some awareness of them. But like, it's very normal to experience stuff like that. And do you think that Kobe, like, if he's sitting on an alarm clock for four o'clock in the morning. Do you think he wanted to get up? Nope. No, like absolutely not. He probably didn't want to every single day, but there's a positive payoff to what 
he's uh, a burden that he's carrying, so to speak. Absolutely, and that's and 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 that's you know that's a good example, Zach, of of mm-hmm. the the work ethic that is that is you know and in the workforce i'm 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 chin deep in the workforce guys and and i see that work ethic you know as generations pass as generations pass now you got your boomers now i want to just just call it for what it is you got your boomers that would burn themselves out completely Mm -hmm. i mean and everyone else around them they would absolutely burn themselves out, exhausting every resource to get the job done because they took such pride. They take, I work with some, they take so much pride <laughs> in their work and in their craft that they will, they will stop at nothing to get it done. And they're not that tired at the end of the day because they don't feel like they've worked. They just love it. And because they love the, the feeling of getting things done, you got your and I don't want to get into a, a, a debate on, on, on generational, you know, differences there. But, but what I am saying is that, is that, uh, that the farther we move, the more I see that we're losing that, that and, and, and balance and, and work, work life balances. I think even a myth, it's more about alignment, but I think mm-hmm. what, what we are missing in large part today is the work ethic that, that you're, you're talking about. And everybody can't be a Kobe. Everybody can't be a Jordan. But on it, everybody can work hard. So I got mm-hmm. something I'd like to say about this work yeah. ethic part of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a young man that started with us. He's been with us for two or three years. And he outworks every other single person. And he, he works harder than anybody. Mm-hmm. And then I see these guys that came up through. Thanks for tuning in to the Cultivate Network podcast. Until next time, keep cultivating.